Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, a setback for abortion rights as a 26th state further restricts the procedure. Plus the royal drama in New York City with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle accusing paparazzi of being highly aggressive and following them for two hours. Here are tonight's headlines. What we're learning about the pursuit described by the royal couple's spokesman as a near catastrophic car chase. I don't think there's many of us who don't recall how his mom died. The abortion rights battle, the debate over the abortion pill is in federal court, as all eyes are on the Carolinas with lawmakers making major moves on bans. There are so many migrants showing up in Chicago that volunteers are turning places like this former factory into shelters. The situation is dire. The number keeps growing. There's growing outrage over the death of a man killed while allegedly shoplifting from a Walgreens. Surveillance video shows Banco Brown struggling with a security guard before he was shot and killed. The DA says no charges will be brought against the guard. Recruiting struggle. We're at the Pentagon talking to two of the top Air Force leaders ahead of Armed Forces Day. I'm very focused on developing the culture within organizations where all of our airmen can reach their full potential. Take a look at this, the first full-sized 3D scan of the Titanic, revealing never-before-seen details. The remarkable story of a dad who managed to adopt eight boys just before they aged out of foster care and the transformation it was for all of them. My boys are my boys. They're my kids.
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. We are following a number of big stories, but we do want to begin tonight with a stunning allegation by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's spokesperson that they were involved in a near-catastrophic car chase at the hands of a ring of highly aggressive paparazzi, allegedly involving half a dozen blacked-out vehicles. Well, the couple was in New York City as Meghan Markle was given an award by Gloria Steinem during the Women of Vision Awards gala in Midtown Manhattan. The news that Harry and Meghan were relentlessly pursued in a chase that resulted in multiple near collisions brought back memories of the fatal car crash of Harry's mother, Princess Diana, in the summer of 1997. New York City Mayor Eric Adams condemned the paparazzi and called their actions reckless and irresponsible. CBS's Errol Barnett is going to start us off tonight from the theater in New York City, where it all started. Good evening, Errol. Good evening, Nora. Right now, the NYPD is investigating exactly what took place across the streets of the country's biggest city last night. But for many, hearing that phrase, near-catastrophic car chase, certainly evoked memories of the late Princess Diana's death nearly 26 years ago. In Midtown Manhattan last night, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stepped out to cheers and stepped into apparent danger after a spokesperson says the royal couple were involved in a near-catastrophic car chase. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex accuse highly aggressive paparazzi of relentlessly pursuing them, at times driving on sidewalks in an incident lasting more than two hours. I would find it hard to believe that there was a two-hour high-speed chase. I don't think there's many of us who don't recall how uh, how the, uh, his mom uh, died, and it would be horrific to lose an innocent bystander during a chase like this. Law enforcement sources tell CBS News after leaving the event around 10 p.m., the couple did not want the paparazzi to know where they were staying. So they circled Midtown for more than an hour with NYPD squad cars providing crowd control. Police say while Harry and Meghan were not in danger, two uniformed officers could have been injured during the incident. At one point, the couple jumped into the back of Suk Chong Singh's yellow cab outside the 19th precinct, but he only drove them around for about 10 to 15 minutes. They were following us the whole time. You know, there was nothing reckless or anything like that, but they were following us. The couple finally arrived at the police station where they were able to switch cars and get home safely. Do we have that pap on the scooter again? Yes, ma'am. In their Netflix docu-series, they spoke about being hounded by the paparazzi. Harry recalls losing his own mother, Princess Diana, who died in a fatal collision back in 1997 after the car she was being driven in tried to outrun the paparazzi in Paris. But I knew that I had to do everything I could to protect my family. You know, I didn't want history to repeat itself. Now back on the West Coast in Montecito, California, where Harry and Meghan live full time, there was an arrest this week at their home. Sources telling CBS News an alleged stalker was detained by their private security detail before being arrested by local police. Nora. Errol Burnett, thank you very much. Well, now to the ongoing fight over abortion rights affecting millions of American women. North Carolina's Republican-controlled legislature successfully overrode Democratic Governor Roy Cooper's veto to ban most abortions after 12 weeks of pregnancy. More than half of the country, 26 states, have now passed some form of abortion restrictions or an outright ban since the Supreme Court's repeal of Roe v. Wade last summer. CBS's Caitlin Huey-Burns has reaction from North Carolina's capital of Raleigh. 
The bill becomes law. Republican lawmakers moved quickly Tuesday night, turning new abortion restrictions into law. The majority of the people of North Carolina don't want right-wing politicians in the exam room with women and their doctors, and they are mad. A party switch by State Representative Tricia Cotham last month gave Republicans a supermajority and the power to override the governor's veto. Cotham had campaigned as a Democrat, pledging to protect abortion rights. I will not be controlled by anyone. Under the new law, which goes into effect July 1st, most abortions will be banned after 12 weeks instead of 20, with exceptions for rape, incest, certain fatal fetal conditions, and the mother's life. The law also requires longer waiting periods and more in-person visits to obtain the procedure. Republicans say the legislation includes compromises. If you look at some of the bills that are around the country, some that have been just really very much more heated than, than this bill. They were bills that went further one way or further the other. This one really took kind of a, a middle of the road approach. But it will have an impact beyond North Carolina. What does this mean for abortion care in this region? It's dangerous. It's scary right now to be to be a, a pregnant person in the South. Kelly Flynn runs an abortion clinic in Raleigh that has seen an influx of patients from out of state since last year. We worry about women that are going to start to self-manage their care, um, which is going to be very dangerous. Um, hospitals could be, be inundated with um, a lot of tragic situations. Now, there are only two states in the South with relatively unrestricted access to abortion, Virginia and South Carolina, where they're considering a six-week ban. And this all comes as a federal appeals court today heard arguments on whether to restrict abortion medication nationwide. Nora? Caitlin Huey-Burns, thank you. Now to that quadruple murder case in Idaho. Brian Koberger was indicted by a grand jury today. The criminology Ph.D. student was charged with four counts of murder and one count of burglary. He allegedly broke into the off-campus home of University of Idaho students and stabbed four of them to death last November. Tonight, while the southern border remains relatively calm, cities across the country are struggling with the number of migrants already here. Mayors are overwhelmed with having to find housing for the thousands of men, women and children being bused to their doorsteps by Republican governors in the South. CBS's Adriana Diaz reports more than 65,000 have already arrived in New York City since last year. Many communities nationwide. Like this one in Brooklyn, New York, don't want shelters in their neighborhoods. Residents say they're already strapped for resources and have safety concerns. I don't feel safe having adult males with no health screenings, no criminal background checks around, around our children. Migrants have since been moved out of this school. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is among a group of mayors from Los Angeles, Houston and Denver who want a meeting with the president. Denver Mayor Michael Hancock. Cities like Denver, cities like Chicago are stressed already. Our resources are stretched and we need the support, the immediate support of the federal government. Migrants nationwide are being housed in hotels, schools, community centers, even police stations in Chicago. That's where Alderman Byron Sicho Lopez is trying to find new spaces for migrants like this church, which was filled with families that had been at a police station last night. We're uh, acting quickly because the situation in police districts and airports is inhumane. 
After landing in Chicago from Texas, Micro Calcaño and Mayra Falcón were only told to call 311, the city's helpline, but they say they didn't get any help. They spent the night at the airport. You were at the airport, a church, a hospital, a shelter, another hospital, and now you're here. Okay. Seis lugares, six places. Seis. ¿En cuánto tiempo? ¿En how much time? Eh, dos semanas. Dos semanas. Two weeks. Alderman Sigcha Lopez told us at last count there were at least 600 migrants, mostly from Venezuela, at Chicago's police stations and airports. That church we showed you relocated eight families from this police station behind me. We were just inside, and there are at least 60 migrants in the station right now. Nora. Adriana Diaz, thank you. Protests today in San Francisco following the district attorney's decision to not file charges in the shooting death of a suspected shoplifter by a Walgreens security guard. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti reports the DA said the totality of the evidence supports the guard's claim of self-defense. The death of 24-year-old Benko Brown is the latest incident in a city blinded by images of shoplifting and petty theft. Protesters call the shooting death murder. The district attorney says it was self-defense and is not filing charges. I understand the reaction as human beings that many of us who have seen that video now had. I shared in that reaction. Uh, but as I said, as a prosecutor, I could not stop there. The surveillance footage released by the DA shows Brown with a bag of unpaid items in his hand exiting Walgreens. 33-year-old security guard Michael Irwin Anthony blocks Brown, shoves him, then punches him several times before knocking him to the ground. The fighting continues until Brown grabs the bag and heads to the exit before turning toward Anthony, who then fires a single shot. Brown died in the hospital. Police recovered snacks totaling less than $15. It wasn't nothing, you know, worth fighting for. Brown, a transgender man, was misgendered by Anthony during his interview with police. The whole time we were rest wrestling, she was saying that she was going to stab me. And that's what really put the fear in my heart. Shoplifting is a consistent issue in cities like San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, and New York. It was clear that he shot her for no reason. Tonight, that's Banco it. Brown's father, Terry, is asking for justice. What does justice look like? I want him to go to jail. I want to be accountable for beating my son, for shooting him. That's not right. That is not right. And Brown was found unarmed. While the security guard initially believed he was going to be stabbed, he later told police in an interview it appeared Brown was trying to spit on him, Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. There are new details tonight about the 3 a.m. intrusion into the home of National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan last month. Sources tell CBS News the Secret Service director is extremely upset. CBS News has learned one of the agents guarding the home was on a bathroom break at the time. Sullivan, speaking about this for the first time aboard Air Force One, said, quote, I have total faith in the Secret Service. The intruder, believed to be intoxicated, entered through the unlocked side door but left without incident when Sullivan confronted him. May is Military Appreciation Month, and this Saturday is Armed Forces Day, a chance to honor America's heroes who served and those currently serving. We sat down with two of the top Air Force leaders to find out what they'll be celebrating and what they hope for years to come. 
It's been 50 years since the military became an all-volunteer force. And while the bravery of the men and women who serve has not changed, the challenges facing them have. What can be done to make it easier for people to enter the Air Force and stay in the Air Force? There's uh, five key things that impact military families. Childcare, education, housing, healthcare, and spouse employment. Those are the things that really help us with the retention and support our, not only our military members, but more importantly, our military families. Air Force Chief of Staff General C.Q. Brown Jr. and Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force Joanne Bass are both firsts in their roles. We're going to take out the air defenses first. Which is Brown, the first black man to serve as Chief of Staff. One of the things I really believe is young people only aspire to be what they see. You don't decide to grow up to be something you've never seen. And Bass, the first woman to earn her title. These are the photos of all the former Chief Master Sergeants of the Air Force. Of the Air Force. Yes. You're the only woman on this wall. Yeah. It is humbling and it's, it, it's an honor to be able to serve alongside heroes and visionaries. All military branches are struggling to recruit and retain service members. While there are multiple factors, one is a pervasive culture of harassment and bullying. I'm very focused on developing the culture within organizations where all of our airmen can reach their full potential where they have zero detractors, whether it's sexual assault, discrimination, harassment, bullying, those are the areas, and that takes leadership. We've stayed in touch with many of the survivors that we have talked to over the years, and they believe that the Air Force is letting perpetrators get away with it. What would you say to those survivors? Our goal is to hold all those accountable. Can we do better? Yes. Um, there's always room for improvement. And with Saturday being Armed Forces Day, these Air Force leaders want to honor those who serve, past and present, across all of the branches of the military. It's really a way to say thank you and a way to say, uh, uh, show our appreciation to all those who have served. On Armed Forces Day, what do you want Americans to know about the military? We want America to know some of the caliber of the men and women who serve in the United States military. They are probably some of the most talented, most educated people um, in our nation. They inspire me every single day. They inspire all of us, and a thank you to all of those who serve. Coming up, a small plane narrowly misses a busy Florida shopping center shortly before crashing. We'll have the details next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 
The pilot of a small plane towing an advertising banner was killed today when he crashed near a busy roadway in Hollywood, Florida. The single-engine Piper burst into flames when it came down near a Target parking lot and a hospital. An eyewitness in the hospital told the Miami Herald that the pilot was a true hero who made every attempt to avoid injuring anyone on the ground. Well, wait till you get a look at these just-released 3D images of the Titanic. They are the most detailed underwater views of the wreck ever taken. That's next. Stunning new 3D images of the Titanic reveal the sunken ship as never seen before. A documentary team scanned every inch of the legendary shipwreck, which lies 12,500 feet below the surface. Then they pieced together some 700,000 images to create this 3D look. Researchers hope that the new pictures will answer some lingering questions about the ship, which sank in 1912, including whether it was sideswiped by an iceberg or ran aground on it. From foster care to fatherhood, how one man forged his own path to a family. That's next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. May is Foster Care Awareness Month, and tonight CBS's Lilia Luciano introduces us to a man who built a family of his own by becoming a father to older kids. And of course, going home is always, always going up on that mountain and then coming back down. For Joe Tolls, the track to fatherhood runs straight through foster care. My mission, my purpose is to help. Tolls grew up in foster homes and aged out of the system. Then he found a father figure in his track coach. He saw something in me that nobody else did, and he made me believe it. More than 23,000 children age out of the U.S. foster care system every year. 20% become homeless. After graduating college, Tolls made it his mission to adopt. What made you want to come back? Everything that happened to me in life was in preparation for me to be the best who I could be. He's adopted eight boys, all at risk of aging out. Xavier is Toll's first son. 
It was kind of like I didn't need a parent for all these years. Why do I need one now? At 18. At 18. Each discovered their own version of success. I had to get used to somebody actually seeing me, telling me it's okay to have emotion and express yourself. He gave his boys the gift of family. Why is it worth it? They're my kids. It's worth it because you fall in love. Lilia Luciano, CBS News, New York. Our kids are worth it. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 